All right, Tony, we ready? All right, here we go. This is Title Health on Point with Dr. Janet Pedro in three, two, Hi again, everybody, and welcome to Title Health on Point. I'm Roger Fallabout, Director of Strategic Communications at Title Health and your host of the program. On the show today, we have Dr. Janet Pedro, who is a nephrologist with Title Health, and she is also the immediate past president of the medical staff at Title Health Natacoke. Today, we're going to be talking about nephrology, nephrology services, and how all of us can take better care of our kidneys. Dr. Pedro, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. Hello, Roger. Thank you so much for having me here this morning. It is our pleasure. As you know, you're a first-timer to the show. It's your first time here. And as we do with all doctors and guests who are to the program for the first time, take a couple of minutes and tell our viewers and our listeners something about you. I'm with Tidal Health Nephrology. I went to medical school at the University of the Philippines and did the integrated arts and medicine program that actually allowed me to go directly from high school to medical school. After that, I decided to pursue medicine, uh, internal medicine residency training at Good Samaritan Hospital in Baltimore, and then nephrology fellowship at Johns Hopkins. After that, I moved to West Texas, where I practiced for 13 years. And then I decided to move back to the East Coast, not just be, to be close to the beaches, but to be with my husband, who's also a nephrologist here in Laurel. And he also works at Tidal Health Nandicoke. And you've been with Tidal Health Nanticoke for how many years? For 14 years. 14 years. Mm -hmm. Tell me what it was like before we get into talking about nephrology. Tell Mm -hmm. me uh, how it was to be president of the medical staff and how you enjoyed that responsibility. Well, it was very challenging. When I took on the position, I had a full plate with my practice, but doing the presidency of the medical staff was very overwhelming in the beginning. We had the merger for Tidal Health that we had to go through. We had to overhaul our bylaws. And aside from that, we had COVID. So we had to scramble resources, work on um, different protocols for, for this disease that we were not actually prepared for. So it was very challenging. I'll bet it was. And thank you for your leadership through all that. Not only through the transition and the collaboration of the uh, and the formation of Tidal Health, um, but also through COVID, which was something that none of us ever expected to uh, encounter in our lifetimes. We mentioned, Dr. Pedro, at the beginning of the show, you are a specialist in nephrology, and that may be a medical term that perhaps a lot of people don't understand. Can you explain that specialty to us? Nephrology is a subspecialty of medicine that focuses on kidney diseases. So we take care of patients with decreased kidney function, like acute kidney failure or chronic kidney disease, those with abnormal electrolytes, like sodium or potassium, those with abnormal urine findings of protein and blood. We also take care of patients with end-stage kidney disease, those who require dialysis and transplant, and we manage the complications associated with that. Let me give you the very easiest question you will have in this entire interview. What exactly do our kidneys do for us? Well, kidneys are very vital organs. Their primary function is to filter the blood, get rid of the wastes and the extra fluid. But it has other functions too. It helps control blood pressure, maintains electrolytes such as potassium, sodium, phosphorus, acids. It produces a hormone that stimulates the bone marrow to make blood cells, and it activates vitamin D. So it does a lot of 
functions for our body. I'm also interested in finding out what led you to that specialty. Well, my parents were both physicians, and they were actually nephrologists. And growing up, they would take us to their offices. I watched them as they see their patients in clinics, and I watched them on their hospital rounds. And it was just a natural feel for me. When I did my internal medicine residency program, they had a good nephrology subspecialty training. And that's what led me to going to fellowship at Johns Hopkins. I'll bet your parents were very proud you followed in their footsteps too. They're actually very proud of all of us because all four children became doctors. Wow, that's amazing. And my sister is also a nephrologist. That is incredible. We were taping the show on March 2nd, and as you know, March is National Kidney Month. I am sure the purpose of that, among other things, is really to raise awareness about kidney function, kidney disease, and other things. That's right. March is National Kidney Month, and communities across the country are trying to focus on this disease. Chronic kidney disease is a significant public health concern. It is estimated that 37 million Americans have chronic kidney disease, and 90% do not know it. One in three Americans have risk factors for chronic kidney disease. Those are diabetes, high blood pressure, obesity, family history, and heart disease. African Americans have four times increased risk of chronic kidney disease, and other ethnicities too, such as Asian Americans, Hispanic, Latino, um, American Indians, and Alaskan Natives have increased predisposition. So it's important to focus on chronic kidney disease, also because it has increased complications, hospitalizations, and mortality. So what leads to chronic kidney disease? Would I know, as, as just an average person on the street, would I know that something was going on that was leading to that? And what would be some of the signs and symptoms that you would want me to look out for? So chronic kidney disease is when a patient has had abnormal kidney function for more than three months. And usually we diagnose that with a blood test or a urine test. And there are different causes of kidney disease. Primary causes are diabetes, high blood pressure, inflammation, medications. And most of the time, there are not any symptoms early on. So it's not something that you may feel different about or have symptoms of. So it's important that you get tested for it. So is this something that my primary care provider would test me for or would I see him or her first and then get referred to you for follow-up? Usually it's that case that you get your blood tests as part of your routine checkup or a urine test and they notice that there's something abnormal with that. Then the patient is referred to us. Generally, that's the pathway that we take. Okay, I've been through my visit with my doc. He's referred me to you. You have my blood tests and my results, and you determine I have chronic kidney disease. Mm -hmm. Does that automatically mean that I'm going to need dialysis or, or further down the treatment road? Does that mean I'm going to need a kidney transplant? Actually, chronic kidney disease has five stages. Stage one is the earliest. Stage five is the most advanced. We think of doing dialysis or transplant when it's at stage five of kidney disease. It's important to diagnose early so we can do things to prevent from progressing from one stage to the next. And there are interventions that we could do to prevent that. 
if the cause is diabetes, then managing diabetes is very important. Controlling blood pressure. If there are medications that's contributing to kidney disease, we need to discontinue those medications. If there is inflammation, we need to treat that with immunosuppressants. There are also other classes of medications that have been shown to help prevent the progression of kidney disease. So that's something that we may start on a patient. Let's hope, based on my results, that I am not at stage five. Maybe I'm stage one, stage two. What can I do to take care of myself? Aside from listening to my doctor and what you're telling me to do, what else should I be doing? Well, the important thing with chronic kidney disease is trying to work on the risk factors that have led to that. So if there's diabetes, controlling your blood sugar, that's number one. If you have high blood pressure, maintaining a good blood pressure goal of 135 to 140 or less and 85 to 90 or less in the bottom number, that's key. We usually prescribe medications for that to control the blood pressure. And there are other things too that we do. Um, modifying diet, of course, increasing your fluid intake if you haven't been drinking enough, um, changing your lifestyle, smoking, you need to stop that, exercising, try to maintain a good body weight. I hear from a lot of doctors, regardless of the specialty they practice in, the importance of water and drinking enough water every day. And I would assume that's extremely important when it comes to your kidneys and properly flushing your kidneys, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. And usually we would recommend six to eight, eight ounce glasses of fluids per day. But we have to tailor that recommendation to the patient. There are patients who may have problems with things like congestive heart failure or liver disease that would necessitate fluid restriction rather than encouraging too much fluids. You've been doing this a number of years. You've seen thousands of patients, I am sure. Mm -hmm. What is the primary cause? Is it, is it primarily diabetes? Is it these other... Uh, pre-existing conditions that lead to chronic kidney disease? The number one cause is diabetes, and the second is high blood pressure. So these two, fa these two diseases, if we can control them as best as we can, hopefully we can cut down on the incidence of chronic kidney disease. It is absolutely remarkable how many times you hear diabetes and high blood pressure tied to conditions yes. throughout the body. Correct. And diabetes, if it's uncontrolled, aside from chronic kidney disease, can also cause other complications. Retinopathy, that's eye disease, or neuropathy, damage to the nerves. So it's important to control blood sugar. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to take Dr. Pedro's advice. I'm going to get my blood sugar under control. I'm going to get my blood pressure under control. What else can I do to ensure that I am taking good health of my kidneys, because I want them with me the entire time I'm around. That's right. Usually when we see a patient with chronic kidney disease, we go over medications and prescription medications as well as non-prescription medications, because it's very important that the patient does not take any medications that can affect the kidney or can damage the kidneys further. We usually tell them to stay away from anti-inflammatories, such as ibuprofen or naproxen. Some patients take that like it's candy. And unfortunately, those medications can contribute to kidney disease. Over-the-counter medications, like herbal supplements, we try to stay away from as well. 
So medication list when you come to the doctors is very important to show them what you're taking so we can advise you on what's important to continue and what you should be stopping. You mentioned something very important that that caught my ear there, herbal medications. Mm -hmm. And these hundreds of medications that you see advertised on television with a very small print that says FDA not approved or FDA not tested. Mm -hmm. Is there any value in any of that in, in treating kidney disease? There are no specific herbal supplements that have been shown to be helpful for chronic kidney disease. And as a nephrologist, when a patient comes to me with their list of medication or even just the supplements that they're taking, I generally tell them it would be best for them to stay away from any herbal supplements because they are not tested for patients with chronic kidney disease. We don't know what their interactions are with the medications that they're taking. And usually the patients who come to us have a whole list of medications that they're already on for other things. And we don't want anything that might be contributing to kidney disease as well. We've touched on a lot of things today, Dr. Pedro. Is there anything else that you want to mention before we close out the program? I know we've talked about a lot, but if you want more information about chronic kidney disease, we have monthly education seminars at Tidal Health in Seaford and in Salisbury, and it's free. Patients with chronic kidney disease can join us and they can get more information. We'll have the nurses with us, social worker, dietitian to discuss different aspects of chronic kidney disease. If you want additional information, too, you can access the National Kidney Foundation website. I think they have a good uh, fund of information from that. And let me make one final pitch, too. See your doctor. Have your annual exam. Yes. Take care of your kidneys so they can continue to take care of you. So true. Dr. Pedro, thank you so much for being on the program today. Great to have you here. Appreciate all the knowledge that you've shared with us about nephrology and kidney care. Thank you so much, Roger. And that will do it for this edition of Tidal Health on Point. As we remind you at the end of every program, if you have great ideas for a show, we'd love to hear from you. There's a couple of ways you can reach out to me. The old-fashioned way over the phone, 410-543-7142 is direct to my office. Or if you'd like to email me, it's roger.fallabout at tidalhealth.org. I can also get you hooked up with all of that information that Dr. Pedro was talking about. Dr. Pedro, again, thanks for being with us today. Thank you all so much for being part of the program, and we'll see you again on Title Health on Points.